Welcome back to The Happy Half, a half-hour weekly podcast with me, Heather Conda, to share what has made me and others happy and to shout out some of the happier things in the news. I am so happy to be back with Series 2. It's been quite a while since the charitable collaboration I did at Christmas and even longer since Series 1 last summer, Honestly, it feels like years have passed, (laughs) but I am so excited to be back. I have much more time on my hands now for freelance work and for podcasting as I've stopped my teaching job and I've temporarily moved out of London. But aside from being very busy and stretched over the past few months, the main reason that I decided to pause the podcast for a while was because it would have felt quite wrong to be talking about happy things when in reality, lockdown 3.0 was very challenging for so many, me included, and it didn't feel particularly happy. And it's okay to acknowledge that. I'm definitely not alone in finding 2021 tough so far. And I certainly struggled with living alone in the winter months and not being able to do anything I love or see the people I love. But we are now beginning to see the light. Things are opening up. April 12th has happened and spring has brought some sunnier weather and more hope. So before I kick off the episode, I just wanted to say that I hope you're all doing okay. And whatever you're feeling is completely valid. And I do believe that hopefully we've now made it through the worst and things are looking up. There are definitely some happier things to talk about and I have slightly changed the format of each episode. So rather than just listening to me ramble on, every episode will be a conversation with a different guest, sharing our weekly top three, other people's happy news and some lighter news stories. There's also now a Patreon account, which you can go and check out um, if you want to support the podcast. And there is bonus content and even some merch on there. So do go and have a look after you've listened. And I also have a wonderful new co-producer, which leads me on very nicely to introducing my first guest, Finn Connolly, who is absolutely brilliant and is our co-producer for The Happy Half. In order to progress and grow the podcast, he's helping to produce and he is a complete star. He's also responsible for the cool jingle updates, which are very fun, very silly, very 80s inspired actually. But they can't help make me smile. When I first heard it, I was like, whoa. Anyway, he is a technological whiz, which is great for someone like me who otherwise spends hours editing. And I am a bit of a perfectionist, I won't lie. And he is also a very talented songwriter, musician, and generally great human. So I can't wait to introduce him to you and to chat about all things good So yeah, go and grab yourself a cup of coffee, maybe some chocolate, and settle in for half an hour of things to make you smile. Oh, I've missed saying that. Hope you enjoy. Hi, Finn. I'm so excited to have you on. Welcome to the actual podcast. Thank you. Hello, everyone. It's a pleasure to have you. Yeah. Hello, everyone. It's It's a pleasure to have you. And 
I've introduced you and told everyone that you are coming on board to help me out so that I'm not flailing around with technology like I was last summer. (laughs) (laughs) Exciting times. It's been a long time coming, actually. Yeah, it's been a really long time coming and um, quite a long break, but I'm so excited to be back and uh, we have some exciting plans. Um, Yeah, I don't want to give anything away, but there are guests which will hopefully make people smile a lot. I got very excited, so... (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, how are you doing? How is your week going? Yeah, fine. I mean, it's, you know, that point in lockdown where everyone is repeating the same conversation of can't wait for it to be over you know things are beginning to open up which is really exciting after so long in lockdown and yeah I'm really excited about well performing music again like yeah that's been such a long time I know Um, we've been waiting for so long and it feels like mm. it's always so far away but actually now like there is hope (laughs) absolutely what have you been up to this week? Um, so I have moved back to my family home. So this is a lovely seg, actually, because it just moves nicely into my top three for this did week. Did you just shorten the word yes, I segue did. to seg? Is that a problem? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> lovely little seg. Love it. Segway, seg. I'm just trying to, trying to be cool. Uh, um, those kids I'm down with them yeah well no I'm far from that but anyway um fine the segue uh well the first thing in my top three has to be the fact that I've seen my family for the first time in nine months gotta be a a highlight Yeah. yeah it's been it's been a weird time but um I moved out of home to go to London last August um and got a got a teaching job whilst theatre was on hold um and ended up kind of uh just in a in a flat share with um not with friends but with with some girls from Sperum Mm -hmm. anyway and then obviously everything happened and all these lockdowns happened and then I got Covid for Christmas um (laughs) so that put on hold I know what a lovely gift it put on hold all my like Christmas plans to see my family and then Mm -hmm. you had lockdown 3.0 um so and then I ended up like basically living alone. So it's been a time, but mm. I'm back. And I genuinely basically cried happy tears when I saw my dog. Uh, <laughs> the reunion was incredible. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. I was equally happy to see my family. <laughs> but it's just really nice to be home and have home cooked food. Like not having mm. to cook every single night for one. It's a dream. Yeah, that is um, the dream. It is. My dad made a pastry fish pie last night. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's top quality stuff compared to my pesto pasta. <laughs> I don't know. Don't bash pesto pasta. That's, you know, it's that's a, a favourite. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that is one of my top three. Um, another one is mini eggs. Just mini eggs. Um, the chocolate. Okay. Because I'm obsessed. It is an obsession. And they are my favourite thing of all time. And it's a shame because after Easter... of all time. Well, it's a big claim, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maybe not all time. Like you've just said you've gone back to see your family and then immediately you said, but there are mini eggs and I prefer them. Well, it's it's close. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, it's a problem, though, because mini eggs are a seasonal food. So after Easter, Mm. so like now, they're not in the shops. And I could eat them just all day, every day. So I've stocked Mm. up. 
And before Easter, I bought a lot. Mm. So you've stockpiled for the rest of the year. I'm going to say until about June. (laughs) (laughs) At the rate we're going through them, not Mm. the rest of the year. Um, But yeah, I am obsessed with them. Like they are just an elite food because you can just graze on them. Like they're small, so you don't realise how many you're eating. Um, Mm. Also... I don't know if you've ever heard of this or seen this or tried it. Have you ever had the mini egg chocolate bar? No. Oh, Finn. It is. Okay, so it's a it's a Cadbury milk chocolate bar with right. micro mini eggs inside it. I mean, you've already said that mini eggs are your favourite thing of all time, but this sounds even better. This, it's mind-blowing. It is <laughs> mind-blowing. If you haven't tried it, I mean, I don't mm. think they're on sale anymore. I'm sorry, you've lost yeah. out. Um, sure. <laughs> anyway, we have, we've gone on about chocolate for a long time, but that's okay. Mm. Um, and then the last one was, uh, I went and had dinner with my friends in a garden. And, oh my goodness, it was incredible. Like, seeing people in real life is the absolute dream and I'd, I'd I knew I'd missed it like a lot but you know when you are reunited with friends not over a zoom and not over a long cold walk where you're basically freezing to death walking mm-hmm. 20,000 steps in order to see them um it was just so nice like we were sat in the garden it was nice weather we had dinner we had like ah, oh, just all the catch-ups and oh I felt so happy that's so nice. I know. It's also because, like, the last year or so, we've all been pretending that we would normally hang out by going for a walk. And you're like, <laughs> suddenly we've all become 40. And that's our favourite, you know, Activity. Outing. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even really go on walks. Like, I do like a walk, but with my dog or mm. just to not not for the sake of walking. Um, no. I, I go out with podcasts. Actually. Yeah. That's, that's my thing. Um, and, you know, to any listeners who are who are thinking of doing the same, go for a walk now. Why not? Leave us yeah, on. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's a lovely, lovely. idea. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, I know what you mean. And going to a garden, like, you just don't think that that's going to be, like, the highlight of your life. But it was. Mm. Um, mm. So those are my top three this week. Um, but I would love to hear yours. I'd love to know what's made you happy and smile. So one of mine is actually dinner as well, which is oh. a great seg, great little seg. <laughs> You're going to uh, use that all the time now. <laughs> oh yeah, it's Look my new favourite thing. <laughs> um, I'll be taking that. Uh, no, so we were having, yeah, we had an Easter dinner with me, me and my family on Zoom. Um, but their idea was that um, they would like take us out for dinner. So okay. my mum like chose a restaurant for me on Deliveroo, which is Dishoom, which is Ooh. like a great... Like, Great London-based Indian restaurant. I've actually never been, but I've heard amazing things. So good. And, um, yeah, I I had a a curry. Mm. Spicy? They also serve... No, not spicy, which is great for me because I'm terrible with spice. Oh, you and me both. Thank goodness you said that. (laughs) And, um, oh, and they did cocktails as well. So I ordered, like, a cocktail from Dishoom and was just there having, like, an old-fashioned in my bedroom with a curry on Zoom with my whole family. And it was oh, great. Oh, this it sounds amazing. Best. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And you didn't have to travel anywhere. You didn't have to, didn't like... Have to travel. And, and what's more, because my parents were taking me out to dinner, I didn't need to worry about, like, paying for Deliveroo. What, no. what a dream. Oh, free dinner. Um, what a lovely free thing. Free dinner. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I think it's even better than than mini eggs, but there you go. Ooh. Just my opinion. 
Yeah. Well, you could have both, you know? You could, but who would? Who would 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 get Deliveroo, free Deliveroo that's also mini eggs? It's a very niche. This girl would. (laughs) No. Um, No, I wouldn't. But Deliveroo (laughs) is great. Deliveroo saves the evenings many times, you know? Mm, mm. Uh, Amazing. I'm glad they had a good night, though. So, yeah, that's, I mean, it was partly company, you know, my family is down in Devon and that's sad. Mm. So, you know, it was it was nice all, all having dinner together, even over a screen. Yeah. Um, so my second one is my mum sent me a present. Um, I, I think maybe I'll theme them all around my mum. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the, yeah, she sent me a little present, which is Viking beard oil. Wow. Um, I know. I mean, I don't know if you can see, my beard has gone long in lockdown. It's looking very impressive. And you look a bit like a Viking. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the little ponytail as well, like, which I should, I would never wear out, but there you go. No, um, you do you. You look great. You, yeah, thank you. And um, yeah, she sent me a, a Viking beard oil, which smells like, I don't know, peppermint, I guess. Ooh. It's so nice. Do you feel and very fresh? I do. And I didn't expect it either. So it was a really Aww. lovely little thing. Your mum sounds so great. She is. She is great. Um, And then the third one, there's another podcast which I've been obsessed with, um, which is the Bruce Springsteen and Barack Obama podcast. Yes. And apparently I'm in the top 5% of listeners. Um, (laughs) Because, like, literally, I get get alerts when it comes out and I'm, like, on it. Um, And I've been doing, I've been listening to it whilst doing DIY, which is very unlike me. But I've decided that I want to, like... Be a handyman. Yeah, (laughs) essentially. So I've been, like, there's a running joke with me and my girlfriend that any time I go to, like, clean the house, I take a hammer because I'm, like, renovating as I go. And so I end up, like, putting up pictures and I've been, like, um, using kind of reclaimed pipes to, like, create bits of, well, like, add to furniture, like, shelves and that Mm, kind of thing. Gosh, Um, go you. Which is all about my home studio and setting up the... For producing for other people, which is very exciting. Yeah. So, I've listened to that podcast and it is, well, it's excellently produced, like this yes, one. It's very well produced. <laughs> <laughs> we hope. Fingers crossed. Um, and yeah, they're just such an unlikely duo, but they work so well. Right. Um, yeah. And it's very yeah. easy listening, even though like some of the topics are really important and a lot of it is like quite poignant or, f- or just fun. It's like quite, you know, mixed. But it's, mm. it's very like easy listening. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think what really struck me about it is the way they were able to go between very, very heavy and important topics mm-hmm. and then relate them back to their own experiences. And obviously, you know, Bruce is like a left-leaning and brilliant musician, but often gets misaligned with like right-wing conservative yeah. ideology. And I think it's really interesting that he's like addressing that and aware of it and they're both wanting to cross that divide and like yeah smooth out the tribalism that's going on yeah Um, exactly and they're really eloquent and they just they say things really really well and I think obviously they do talk about really really important topics but it's also light-hearted like yeah and then they'll go for a drive or like they'll sing a song together and there'll be a nice little guitar and you're just like oh mm. lovely um Mm. well it feels like you're in the room with them and like you're in the room with Springsteen and Obama. Yes, please. I'll have, I'll have more of that. You want them for dinner? Come over, you yeah, know? <laughs> exactly. So that's my third one. What um, a great top three. Yeah. Finn, if anything, <laughs> they are better than, well, they're better than mine. Um, and uh, 
Anyway, I'm glad you've had a good week. Um, and I've also asked people um, to send in their news. So mm-hmm. we're going to go on to stories from others. Same as Ooh. series one, but just slightly updated. Um, Should we do a version of the jingle where it's stories from others? <laughs> you can do if you want. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> um, I don't want to create all this work, though. I have now set up a Gmail account because I thought I'll be professional. Um, so it's thehappyhalf at gmail.com. If anyone fancies sending me an email, I, it would make my day, my week. Um, and basically, if you have any good news or anything happy in your life that's made you smile, then send it my way and I can chat about it with a guest um, and everyone else can hear it too. I had one lovely lady called Becky message um, and she has some very wholesome news uh, which I want to share and she's basically been bringing joy to isolated or lonely people in and around Lewisham by singing to them with a charity called Give a Song Um, and it's oh it's so nice it's basically sponsored by the Goldsmith Community Centre and Becky is one of the people who's been doing the live doorstep music concerts um, and she loves it and basically you turn up and they can request things or you can just sing things and she's sung a whole range of songs so she's had requests from West Side Story, South Pacific, jazz classics, a bit of Hit the Road Jack, Carole King, disco, like, can you imagine, like, some really cool 85-year-old woman being like, can you give me a disco concert, please? Um, <laughs> and she says it's just the best fun. And she turns up and she says, she actually said that the wholesome level competed every single time. Um, <laughs> and basically it makes her smile, it makes them smile. And I just thought that was so cute. That's fantastic. Big up the Goldsmiths community. I know. More Um, people should be doing this. I want to give them a big shout out because that is like such a great little charitable thing. But also I feel like music generally, I'm biased and so are you because we both have music degrees, but it makes a lot of people like happier just listening to things and, you know, um, sharing the love. Uh, So I was like, that is so nice. Like that would make their day probably or week. You know what else has shook me is that I'm currently studying music at Goldsmiths and I didn't know about this. Really? Yeah. So, like, I'm going to look out for it now and engage with it a bit. Yeah. I think at the moment, Becky said it was only around Lewisham, but they might be expanding. I'm not sure. Um, But But that's where Goldsmiths is. So, like, that makes sense. Well, there we go. I I don't know much about Goldsmiths, but (laughs) (laughs) that would make sense. Um, (laughs) But, like, yeah, you should definitely check it out because um, they're... They're doing loads of good work, apparently, and it's, um, yeah, spreading a lot of joy Um, because there is nothing worse than kind of being really isolated and um, not getting that human interaction. And I think, like everyone, we're all craving, like, live things. Like, I am craving Mm -hmm. live music, live theatre, performing. Mm -hmm. Um, So it allows you to perform, but also allows people to experience it. Brilliant. um, so want. yeah, that's the the happy news from Becky. Um, but I thought some more happy news that we could talk about is you, because Ooh, well, you're you are the happy news. No, seriously, um, we should talk about your music because um, more people should should know about it. And you already have like quite a big following. I stalked you. Um, <laughs> obviously, I already listened. You have loads and loads of views on YouTube as well. Yeah, I, I don't really know how that happened. I, I mean, like, 
I released my first single yeah. in January, and that's gone down quite well. It's I think. amazing. Uh, it's no. No, big yourself up. It's gone down yeah, really sure. well. It has 2.5 thousand downloads on YouTube or something. It's got more, it's got even more on Spotify. It is incredible. <laughs> and everyone should go once they finish this and listen to it. It's called Good Light In, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It um, is. We can put a little a little clip in if you like. Yeah, let's um, do that because I'll sing along to it as well. It's also very apt. <laughs> good light in. You know, you talk about letting the good light in, the good things in. Um mm. and Oh my goodness, like one of my favourite lines is, um, it's warm in the sunlight, darling. And I'm like, yeah, this is so chill and zen. And, <laughs> <laughs> and your voice is like, honey, it's like so soothing. Um, oh, thank you. And it's obviously mixed and edited and, and everything incredibly. Uh, <laughs> so let's insert a clip now. It's warm in the sunlight, darling. It's warm and still when it comes from within A bath in your water's loving And I'd let that good light in I'd liken the feeling of some freckles upon my skin A bath in your water's loving And I'd let that good light in So yeah, everyone should go and listen to the whole thing give you all the love in my opinion well thank you um but i'm intrigued actually how do you come up with the inspiration for your music like what what inspires your lyrics and your writing um it's a mix of a lot of different things i think uh that song in particular is about kind of mental health issues and mm-hmm. specifically it's a story about um do you know the app headspace headspace yeah i love it yeah so there's one exercise on that where you have to like sit and imagine sunlight coming in through your window and like hitting your skin. And yeah. in my third year of uni, I, I did that and I was like, whoa, that's that A, I, I love it and it's really calming. And B, like I was kind of having a bit of a hard time and wanting to come through it. And I was like, OK, let's do some headspace. Let's like tr- not treat myself. But you know what I mean? Treat yeah. Yourself give yourself some time. Yeah. 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 And uh, that's what that song is about. So it's all, like, metaphor. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's a story about kind of not living for other people's happiness and living for your own and all of those nice things. No, definitely. Um, And it's really really beautiful um, and the lyrics are really poignant. And I think, obviously, they resonate with people all the time in terms of... I think everyone at some point in their life has those moments where they are struggling, they're in a darker place, like, they need mm. that good light. Um, yeah. Particularly recently, like, I, I, like I said, um, I have had a difficult time so far in 2021. Uh, mm. It's getting better. Uh, dogs and mini eggs help. Um, you but, you know, like, it's, it's, it's important to acknowledge. So with your music, is it always, like, raw in terms of how you're feeling? And that helps write it. Yeah, I, I certainly think when I started writing songs there was a bit of catharsis about mm. it you know and writing about your own experience um but i really do try and approach it with like what would this be like to listen to and what would i want to hear yeah and kind of trying to approach it with hope because <laughs> that sounds really corny but um i really like being very honest in my songs and, and talking mm-hmm. about difficulty and i think that's really good in terms of breaking down stigmas and all of that kind of stuff but i also don't want to be overwhelmingly negative yeah and so I want to talk about these 
big things and I also want to bring some good light in yeah because um, the overwhelming feel of it isn't like oh sad and depressing to be honest at mm. all even though it's about such hard things it's positive you know mm. um yeah. so anyway everyone needs to go and listen to it um and you have more in the pipeline i think i do i do um so can we talk about it <laughs> we can we can talk about some of it some of it's been announced some of it hasn't okay um, but certainly there's um like a, an EP that's going to come out oh. in June, July. Um, so exciting. And that's going to be, like the main track from it is going to be premiered in Exeter Cathedral on July 10th. Wow. With, uh, a number of dance groups and like a festival built around it with the sculptor Martin Staniforth. Gosh, that's huge. Um, I didn't know that. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so that's... I we're that's literally both here, one. beaming through Zoom. <laughs> I wish people could see. I'm like, wow! <laughs> yeah, it's quite exciting. And I've sat on it for quite a while, so... Um, yeah, that's I'm... amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. And also, it's the first real-life thing that I've done in yeah. a while, so... So that's good. Um, and then there's also an EP on the horizon... Amazing. Well, there's lots for us to look out for. And if and when things do come out, I will make sure to shout them out. But um, Thank you. that definitely counts as amazing news. I don't think we can beat mm. that. So I think we need to move on to the news. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, obviously, the news is overwhelmingly not happy. Um, mm. And... It makes my day when I'm like, oh, that's really nice. Or, oh, I wish that had more traction. So one thing that I read really recently, which was uh, really heartwarming and, and nice, um, was a story about a 11-year-old boy called Max Woozy. And I don't know if you've heard about this, but he slept outside in a tent in his garden for 365 days. And it was in memory of uh, two family friends who were neighbours called Rick and Sue. Um, and he ended up raising over half a million pounds. Um, I Isn't it mad? So he, um, basically, Rick and Sue were cared for by the North Devon Hospice, so where mm -hmm. your roots are. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, in their final days, uh, Rick gave Max a parting gift of a tent and was like, promise me you'll have your own adventures in it. And so that's exactly what Max did. And when COVID hit, um, he was really kind of saddened to hear that lots of the hospice fundraising events had been cancelled because they weren't possible for COVID. Um, mm. So on the 28th of March, 2020, he was like, I'm going to sleep in this tent every single day for a year. And obviously mm. people were like, no, that's not going to happen. Anyway, he did it over Christmas, obviously New Year, his birthday. And it was a cold winter as well. Like, I don't know if you remember... But, mm -hmm. like, obviously, there's a lot of homeless people and stuff, but I hope that they had some time, at least with shelter. No one should be able to, you know, live outside all the time. That's horrible. Anyway, he did it, and it was really tough. But he's raised over half a million pounds for this hospice, um, and he had, like, messages from, like, Bear Grylls. He's just, he's just a trooper. That's amazing. Mm. So that was the first thing I read. The next one's a bit random. Again, kind of arisen from COVID, but I don't want to speak about COVID. But basically, because of it, like, there is the need for more readily available and affordable, like, outdoor leisure activities and things that are mm -hmm. 
um, available for families and people and they're not going to break the bank. So the UK is currently embracing a Lido revival. <laughs> wow, brilliant. I know it's really random, but basically, like, I love the idea of Lidos and uh, so many cities are post-pandemic to build a better society, like reopening or making Lidos and opening outdoor pools. So um, there's one being set up in Hull um, and Brighton is having a 50 metre one. Of course, Brighton is. Brighton's super nice. cool. Um, yeah. Salford is also having <clears throat> one. There's going to be one in Bath. And basically, it's just like, they're going to be heated as well, so you're not going to freeze to death on cold days. It. And it's just yeah. outside swimming, which I think there's something very nice about being outside, even when it's raining in a heated pool. Mm. Oh, absolutely. So... Um, I don't want to take credit for this, but let's just put it this way. End of January, I released a song which talked about Lido's. I, I know. And then, and then now, this has happened. This is exactly why I think you'd like this piece of fact, because... <laughs> In your single, there's a literally there's literally a line which is like sunlight streaming down on Lido's or something, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. There we go. You've Love made it happen. Lido. You have Brilliant. made it happen. <laughs> so welcome to the Lido Re- Lido <laughs> the Lido revival, which was started and inspired by Finn Connolly. <laughs> the Lido Revolution, I think, would be a good band name. Also, if you're looking for a name. Thank you. I mean, I'm yeah, not, you but... You can have that one for free. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that is a good band name, actually. I wish... I feel like I'm not edgy enough for that. Um, I could try. Really? But, um, <laughs> I, yeah, me and my sunglasses with my uh, my guitar. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I thought that was fun. Brilliant, yeah. I actually have so, a news story for you, if you're interested, oh, yeah. if we've got time. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean... It's a news story that came out this week. It's not something that's happened this week. But essentially, it's a story of a gay couple in America. And one of them was, like, going over to see the other one for dinner and found this baby, like, on the subway platform. And oh, my gosh. essentially, through a long, like, process, ended up adopting that baby. <gasps> and wow. now, like, they've got that son and he's, like, 12 or whatever now. And it's so cute that's, and it's really well written. It's on The Guardian. But yeah, there you That's go. incredible. So they they literally just found this baby. They, they basically saved its life as well then. Yeah, and, did, and they, you know, one of them was a social worker, I think. So passed it over to the authorities and like did it all properly. But essentially, the, you know, they were given the opportunity to be able to adopt this baby because they'd done so much for it. And it was like Aww. a day old at the time or something. That's beautiful. So, oh my yeah, goodness. really lovely story. Very heartwarming. Yeah, that is the perfect way to end. That is so nice. Um, <laughs> gosh, there's like when you think about it, there are always just good people in the mm. world. Like even if there's all this kind of rubbish, you know. Mm. Um, anyway, ah, oh, I'm really happy after all that. Half an hour of very happy news. Yeah. Um, and it's been a joy having you on and introducing everyone to you. Um, so now whenever I mention Finn, they know who on earth I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they have a few jobs to go and listen to your single and support you. Um, to you. go and find some mini eggs if they haven't already. Mm-hmm. And to spray themselves with cologne yeah. or perfume every day. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to The Happy Half. 
If you've enjoyed today's episode, then it would be amazing if you could give the podcast a little rating and a little review. And please do tell your friends, your mums, your dads, anyone who you think might enjoy a little bit of my ramblings in their day. Also, a reminder that you can now check out The Happy Half on Patreon, where you can give as little as £3 per month to help support the costs of the podcast. All your support is honestly so greatly appreciated. So a big thank you in advance. But I hope you have a very lovely week and the sun continues to shine and I'll be back next Wednesday with a very special guest. The Happy Half with Heather. The Happy Half was created by Heather Conder with help from Fon. Thank you to Fon Music for letting us feature his track and you can find more of his work on social media at Fon Music, spelt F-O-N-N. Bye for now. Woo!